Welcome, it's issue number 71 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Andy, the Mama Machine, and with (laughs) me are my co-hosts, Shane, the Little Mutant Potato. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. (laughs) Never felt so seen. And Rory, his own son. Oh, boy. (laughs) Which covered it. It's just dripping in my own gook. Oh, God. <laughs> no. You can't say that one. That's the one you can't say. <laughs> well, Rory requested to be his own son today in the, in the adjectives. I wanted you to know the one I had written down you might also like, which was Rory with the thousand flirting fingers. That's pretty good. Mm, that one's okay. Well, it's a little terrifying if you imagine someone with a thousand flirting little fingers. Like, where are they? They can't all be on your hand. Sure, they well, can. Like a like a totally sea anemone. Yeah, <laughs> like really tiny, really really tiny fingers. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, baby. Per- of course, they'd have to be proportionally a little bit smaller. But you've got a thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it a net win, and they're it flirty. Is. They're so flirty. These little, these little, <laughs> these tiny little these, finger and you guys are always getting me into trouble. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Uh, today, we read some comics that feature The Punisher, Spider-Man, Daredevil, and The Beyonder. And they take us neatly through one month again, February of 1986, basically. And I got to say, it was slim pickings for bummers. So we have turned to the other possible segment here, which is Fun Births from February 1986. <laughs> so here's uh, uh, this is my bottom of the barrel segment here at the beginning. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, wait. Can this be like Andy's sperm count? Is that what? Oh, no. (laughs) Can we call it that? God, you guys should never come up with these things. It's down by 60%. We got (laughs) to, we kind of address the issue. We're on the front lines. (laughs) We're on the front lines of Andy's sperm count, everybody. Welcome to the nightly news. So a couple births uh, from, I cheated a little bit. It's January and February of 1986. So first off, we've got uh, Charlene Yee, who is uh, Doctor Park from the later seasons of House. If you if you know them, mm. and uh, also are we? Is this where we're Ruby going on with Steven the, Universe? The biggest news you, you could. The I biggest told news you. is the eighties. Is the Iran Contras? <laughs> but this month specifically, it was like Reagan gives the State of the Union, and I'm like, fucking cool, bro. Um, Somebody Misha from the was also late born. seasons <laughs> of House. Misha Barton. They were great. Misha Barton, the, you, love, you love the OC. The OC is, everybody needs to know how good the OC is. Uh, <laughs> the, this show, spent, it spends four seasons slowly transitioning from, from like grounded teen soap about, I mean, about the rich knobs of the Orange County. Mm-hmm. To uh, to like 
reincarnation and shared coma dreams between, <laughs> between these teens, <laughs> it goes full bananas. And I'm here for the entire, <laughs> the entire swath of it. And ben McKenzie's a heartthrob. And Misha Barton's, uh, you know, Stone Cold Fox. Yeah. And she was born in February 1986. Yeah. How exciting is the that? OC. It was foretold. <laughs> You know, you know, I got one more. I got one more birth. It was James Dean, but not that one. The porn one. Oh, the porn James Dean. <laughs> the porn he was one. he was born there. Uh, you know, James Dean, the winner of most outrageous sex scene of 2015. What? <laughs> I did not bother looking up what it was. What is it? Whole, we have to know what it is. I think it's a big group sex thing. I don't know. Oh, lame. It's not that outrageous, I'm sure. I'm sure it's, it's not. It's probably it's it's outrageous by straight standards, but by gay <laughs> but by gay terms is very it's very, very tame, I'm sure. Uh I do wanna I do wanna say one thing, which is that uh James Dean did have a bunch of sexual assault allegations uh against him. So that cool. is uh that does count as a bummer. Uh, uh so yeah. We, we got one bummer. The porn <sighs> dean. The porn dean. Turns not out a good not a guy. Nice guy. Turns yeah. out not a nice guy. Turns out not a nice guy, James Dean. God damn it. And you uh, were the, the everyman. You're the one who picked, was he... picked this for all of us. <laughs> no, because I looked man. on his Wikipedia page and it, there's a quote or a, like a, an indirect quote where apparently he said he'd wanted to be a f- fucking porn actor since he was in kindergarten. What? James what? I don't know about that. Uh... I I have a couple thoughts before we before we move into the comics. Uh, in the interest of in the interest of uh, 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 realness, I want to say I have been very very sick for two weeks. I had pneumonia and I think a sinus infection that's still trying to go away. So if I start sounding like a frog, that's that's why. And uh, on a, on a more personal note, uh, my food came super late and now it's sitting here. And I'm just smelling butter chicken, and I can't eat it because we're recording. And I'm it's wait, you have Indian food? That's what I'm making. <laughs> and I want to say for the listeners who keep track of Andy's Andy's health, while pneumonia is not strictly speaking a funny old timey disease, <laughs> getting a getting really bad pneumonia very much is. Yeah, M- multiple times. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. A, this is you're I'm you're an old timey. You are old timey. <laughs> I'm a Victorian waif. <laughs> I've got a fainting couch behind my computer. (laughs) Every couch is a fainting couch if you try hard enough. That's the truth. Oh my god. Well, anyway, we we should we should do this episode so that I can eat my butter chicken. It's driving me wild. Uh I think I think we should start. What do you want? What do you guys want to start with? We should probably end with Secret Wars. So where, where do we want to go? Yeah, well, I mean, we've got a lot of single issues, or I guess not a lot, but you know, single issues and yeah. Secret Wars, which is hot kind single of the... issues in my area. Ooh, baby. <laughs> um, I suppose I probably have the least to say about Punisher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Punisher first and get him out of the way. Yeah, are we? So this is a five-part limited series. Are we on a similar wavelength this about we don't need fine. to read the rest? This was fine, but it didn't. It, it, it kind of nothing, nothing really happened. It felt like let's try to do Frank Miller Daredevil and mm-hmm. not really succeed. Yeah, but it's really it's really odd because Punisher is like this. You know, he's a freaky figure. He he's 
He's outside of the law. I don't know if we're supposed to always agree with everything that he does, even if we maybe agree with some of the reasonings. I think he's supposed to be scary, uh, and that's part of the appeal. But then, like, there's the sequence. So he, like, he thinks that he's going to go kill Wilson Fisk. doesn't seem that scary, yeah. Yeah. He ends up, like, there's a bomb that goes off. He falls off a building, and he's saved by this hot Chinese lady. And she's like, oh, bad guys killed my dad because he wouldn't pay protection money. So I like totally agree with you. I want to help you. Also, I'm a nurse. Also, I want to fuck you. Also, I want to fuck you right now. And then she yes, takes off all her clothes. all of that. And like, I just don't, like, are we doing a Bond thing? Are we trying to make him Bond, but also like a fucking terrorist? Like, what is, <laughs> what exactly are we doing? They're, the okay, tone that they it, are playing it towards. nitpick here. Uh, she's Chinese. She mentions she made him Chinese food, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If you're Chinese and you cook in your own house, that's just food. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's Chinese true. food at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what I liked the least about this is he's got the the the, the guys that broke him out of prison and were like Hey, here's a phone number you can call. No strings attached. We'll totally like supply you with guns or whatever. And now yeah, the they're... twist I didn't get. Yeah, it's like we're trying to make them seem like bad guys again, like because like the the Chinese woman like works for the guy who was on the other side of the phone, and you're like, so oh, I guess they're manipulating him. Yeah, like what are we? What am I? What am I supposed to take away from that? I don't know. It seems messy. It doesn't seem that exciting. Uh, the art's still pretty good. I appreciate the lack of text. Uh, that was nice. It's, especially it's comparing it to Peter Parker this week. Uh-huh. Um, that was, it was a quick, easy, nice action packed read as probably a Punisher comic should be, unless you're reading Punisher, you know, well, the tr- like I've said before, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a wordy boy, but mm-hmm. in the context of a comic book, it's, it's, so unnecessary to be for one because it covers the it literally covers the art yeah and i just don't need you narrating what's happening because that's exactly what a picture is for (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i don't know if this is true if inflation sort of does what it does right but like the exchange rate seems to be about a thousand to one right on words to pictures Mm -hmm. that's what they say Mm -hmm. that's what they say so but now everybody's got a camera and they're taking dog shit pictures i feel like value's gone down on pictures yeah <laughs> you're shit you're right fuck you're right <laughs> and it's harder uh, than ever to publish a book you used to be able to just show up at the printing press and be like do it <laughs> sneak it in there and they're like oh you got me i don't think that's true sure. <laughs> well people buy less books now i think so you know yeah but you can literally go onto amazon and publish for free well, yeah, but there's, you know, you're not getting hardbacks with that. You can publish for Tell free on Kindle. I'm trying to get a hardback. No, you can. They do have a print on demand service. Mm. Mm-hmm. You make like a dollar a book. <laughs> what a deal. A whole dollar. <laughs> Take that to the vending machine and you still won't have enough for a Snickers. <gasps> How do we feel? Do we want to keep going on Punisher? Do we want to do we want to say goodbye at two? I'm tentatively interested because the first one was better and it, this was still a quick read and is better than Peter Parker. As much as I love Puma nonsense, <laughs> Spider-Man continues to never interest me. Yeah. All right. Peter All right, Parker gotta... continues to never interest me. Right. 
Well, we can hang on to Punisher and see if it turns anything good. Yeah, I agree with Rory. I would I would still read this. It's quick. It's fast. Okay. Okay. Dope. Well, let's uh, let's see it through. We'll go we'll go through the the five issue five issue uh, limited series then. Um, next we we read a uh, Daredevil, so this is the continuation of Frank Miller's I've... return, and I think probably the the real start of the Born Again storyline. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it was good. It was confusing. Good. It felt like I probably needed a few issues to to kind of talk about more eloquently. Because I mm-hmm. didn't fall, I didn't track a lot of what's going on. It starts pretty in media res, and there's a shitload happening. Yeah, with uh, yeah, because with I, I Foggy, mean, the... with this sort of Kingpin has been sort of trying to destroy Matt Murdock's life uh, in yeah. a mundane way to sort of just make his life difficult and uncomfortable, which yes. is an interesting idea, but it is sort of narrative poison. <laughs> It's <laughs> consistently not interesting that somebody has messed up his ability to pay his electric bill. Um, well, it is it is funny because right at the top we see Karen Page uh, getting, I don't know, it like is she, it, she's not getting tortured. She's like, I guess, selling Matt Murdock's identity for money. Like, I don't really know what her whole situation is. She seems mm-hmm. really hard up. Uh, but she gives Matt Murdock's identity away and we sort of watch this like sealed envelope change hands until it ends up at Kingpin. And that's exciting. That's interesting. You're like, holy shit, there's a lot of stakes here. And then you turn the page after Kingpin gets it and he, he's like, hmm, I'm going to have to look into this. And it says six months pass. <laughs> and you're like, okay, <laughs> cool. And, like I said, uh, great idea. And luckily Miller's prose can kind of save a, what is otherwise kind of a boring concept. Well, it's like I said, yeah. it's an interesting concept that's boring on paper to read about. Yes. Because, again, destroying Matt Murdock in a mundane, non-super way is just not very entertaining. Um, yeah. I like the idea of slowly breaking him. But mm-hmm. it's a slow burn. It's like, it's just... And then with all the stuff going on, it was kind of it was just kind of hectic. And I'm hoping yeah. that two or three issues, all this stuff kind of glues together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the there were a couple moments that I really did like. Um, one of the one of the ways that his tell me life, about the moment you liked. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that, baby. I'm gonna tell you all about this moment, baby. And straight to the bone zone. <laughs> well, one of the ways his life falls apart uh, is this kind of unintentionally funny scene where his accountant breaks up with him over the phone, <laughs> and uh, it's just like it's like weirdly mundanely sad and crushing <laughs> when you're so been friends. Calls I went to your like, sister's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this anymore, Matt. I can't. Right. But he's the accountant. He's just like his accountant, but he's like, you don't treat me right. <laughs> and he's just like sitting in his, he's just sitting naked in his kitchen on the phone with this dude. Yeah. Yes. It's like lamenting how chilly it is in his bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Matt, put on clothes. It's so self-flagellating where he's just like, my calves are so cold. (laughs) (laughs) No. In a very specific uh, clothing that doesn't, (laughs) you know, cover one's calves. My favorite moment in this issue uh, is part of that prose you were mentioning, because when Matt gets really, really low, his only like dopamine comes from being daredevil and doing crime stuff, crime fighting. And he hops out and he has this like really sexual internal monologue about the city of New York. 
<laughs> and at one point he says that she tricks me with slippery stone, rattles her windows with delight as I move across her, feeling her warmth. Oh, yeah. He's fucking. He's fucking he's, those streets. He's fucking the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's really weird. <laughs> It's the same. It's the same kind of moment that Storm has whenever she's like shooting lightning at people, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Except, except Matt does it with like buildings. Oh, I fucking love New York. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess th- this issue ends with him realizing that Kingpin is the one who's been fucking with his life the whole time, and sort of I don't know sets the scene for maybe uh, Matt going going ham in the other direction, but. I don't really know what to expect. It was cool. I like the read. I, I mean, it's it's Frank Miller, <laughs> Daredevil. Uh, there's there's not... a, towards the end, like, I get that this is supposed to be Kingpin kind of breaking him. Um, but I don't know how you could realistically pretend he hasn't blown his cover when he's running around as Daredevil screaming, why did you guys, why are you so mean to Matt Murdock? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just weeping openly <laughs> as Daredevil. Would it matter be nicer to Matt. <laughs> Matt's having such a hard time right now. <laughs> you guys, I feel like Matt would just really appreciate a hug. <laughs> Shit. Uh, the rest of the podcast will be Beyonder-centric. And for better Wait. or for worse. <laughs> we Don't we still have a Spider-Man to talk about? Yeah, yeah. but it's all Beyonder and Beyonder's and in it. I mean, he is, but <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the Beyonder in that one. I'm going to talk about Puma. Puma. <laughs> <laughs> well, hit We're me with that Puma, baby. Puma. Uh, yeah. Hey, great... wait. First, first, a riddle. I have a riddle. Ooh, what is okay. the What is the only thing hotter than a cat man? A giant uh, cat man? A 12-foot tall cat man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's a it's a great pairing. It's it it was kind of a nonsense nothing issue, but it was yeah. fun, and it's a great read on like if we're doing Beyonder shit, it's spilling into other comics. Uh, mm-hmm. Puma's about as silly as Beyonder. He's just a normal <laughs> businessman who loves to be a cat. Uh, <laughs> was it established yeah. earlier that he was Native American? Because I, I, so. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Part I, of I see. I I always remembered him as just like normal dude. With with a with a puma, would just do puma stuff, right? And I yeah, just, I, just had... do, I do puma things because it feels um, like they've retconned him to not only be Native American but to also have a long family prophecy about a man from beyond and how he's destined to kill him. Is puma uh, a Native American word? I don't know. They took this normal ass guy, this normal man, and they were like, "He's gonna." Kill they made him a word. kitty werewolf. This kitty werewolf is gonna kill the Beyonder. He's destined yeah, to kill the he, Beyonder. It's true. You're you're right. They they took a little bit of the fun silliness away from just being a normal mm-hmm. businessman who loves to puma. <laughs> what do you do on the weekend? Mm, uh, do a little puma. Probably do probably do a little puma. A lot of drugs and puma. <laughs> oh, is that is that a new drug? Mm. Yeah, puma. You you are still man from Spider Man. You aren't tripping pee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my, my favorite thing is that they have kept his boringness intact. Like, cause he's still a very normal dude. He's stuck. He, the Beyonder transported him to Tokyo because he realized he was a threat. Uh, oh, 
And the whole time he's there, he's freaking out about he's just like constantly thinking about paperwork. Yeah, he doesn't have a visa. Where's my passport? Oh man, I wish I could deduct this trip on my taxes. This fucker's so boring. (laughs) But it is again. It didn't play on the page for me, but it's funny in conversation because again, he's not a cool supervillain. He's normal business petty criminal Puma. He just does a little bit of crime as Puma. Just a little like, bit. <laughs> he's just not to wet set, the whistle. He's, he's not set up to, like, you know, make a daring escape out of Japan. He's just like, oh, shit, this is way beyond what I do as Puma. <laughs> <laughs> I can't cat my way out of this one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's, like, strangely, strangely endearing. But I don't know. I don't know if... And, after this issue, I don't know if I'm still on Team Puma. He's just kind of, I don't know, overstated they tried, here. They tried to make him into, like, the next important Spider-Man villain, it feels like. Yeah. He has this, it's almost all about Puma, and he has this sort of, he has this Japanese mentor who teaches him how to, like, commune <laughs> with the spirits. Or, like, but, be one with the, be one with can the we, world. We gotta talk about very, him. It's very we... pseudo-Native American. Oh, yeah. yeah. His, and his, although his mentor, after teaching him how to become a perfect unity with the with this with the world uh goes off to be a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mur- it just wants to be a punk rocker. Which is his name is Muramoto, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's just he the first time we meet him, he's like, uh, don't talk. I'm listening to the new Duran Duran. Please shut up. <laughs> I'm one with yeah. Duran Duran. I'm hungry like the wolf. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're hungry like the fucking wolf, and you're a puma. <laughs> yeah. And he leaves him alone with the Beyonder for, like, two seconds, and the next time we see Sensei, he's completely done. He's, like, he looks like a Ramon. He's, like, fuck yeah. He's got a guitar, and the puma's, like, what the hell happened while I was gone? Well, Beyonder got uh, me a rock deal. Got me a record deal, so see you later. <laughs> all, that uni- all that universe stuff was nonsense. I'm a rock god now. <laughs> This is a means to an end, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really it's really silly. I feel like this isn't even a Spider-Man comic. Like no, he's like sort of Puma and Beyonder in there a little bit. And, yeah, it's, he's like it's in very the audience strange. for some reason when shit's going down. He's like, oh my Spidey sense, and then we forget about him again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, when we first see Spider-Man in this comic, he spends like two whole pages referencing recent things that happened in various other Spider-Man titles, and I, there's like there's like twelve editor footnotes. Like, as seen in Web of Spider-Man, I'm like, I don't fucking care about this. Yeah. Don't it's, sell me it's, your other comics. It's, <laughs> it's so, like, not self-aware that they're doing this entire encapsulated bottle episode about two different characters who aren't Spider-Man. And they spend the whole time screaming, don't forget about our lore. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's really cool. <laughs> and and it's and it's totally justified to have three different Spider-Man comics running at the same time. It's totally Well, they justified. don't have anywhere else to they don't have anywhere else to put the Puma lore. 3 is a precursor to how bad Spider-Man gets. I it's the one it's the mountain I've refused to climb my entire comic book history is like I'm not yep. reading 20 20 Spider-Mans a month. Yep. Forget it. No, it's it's nonsense. What if they Absolutely. were all in the animal t-shirt? Mm, it would be sexual. I don't know how much I get done, but I'd give it a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Very forthright and and honest. Thank you. Puma also Um, needs an animal t-shirt. Oh, (laughs) fuck yeah, he does. 
yeah, I feel like that neatly brings us into our our Secret Wars uh, finale situation discussion because the Beyonder, the Beyonders kind of had it when we join up with him in in uh, in issue eight. He's so, fully at a place where he's like, I'm done. I want to destroy everything. As as I predicted, this would this fully devolved into action nonsense. Yeah, um, but they did manage to find the fun again. I didn't hate these last two issues. Mm-hmm. There's there's fun throughout. Yeah, uh, I believe you. One of you posted a, an image of of when he comes to visit Spider Man to talk to him, and Spider Man's like, "You can't use the bathroom," and he's like, "That's not why I'm here." <laughs> you so posted that, stupid. Andrew. How no, dare I you? Didn't. <laughs> no, actually, I did. I did, and it's very funny because he's because. Spider-Man had to hold his penis one time, and the first thing he said when he sees the Beyonder again is like, dude, not 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 a second time, man. You can't come back here every time you need to rock a pez. Which is like rude. Just hold his dick. <laughs> Just hold him. Give him a hand. Give him a French yeah, handshake. Give him, give him one of those, give him that downtown Andrew. Let him go. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Andrew. Oh my god. Uh yeah, I don't know. There's it's funny because because I do think that it gets it loses a lot of the weirdness um, that we've been loving about this title, but uh, but yeah, there's like these scattered little moments. I really like. Uh, it point, finds the... a little bit of weird when he invents a sex machine and fucks himself a son. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before we get to the mama machine, yeah, which I do yeah. want to talk about, <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah, mention. I'm gonna oh, mention my favorite machine. my favorite line. Uh, which is that uh, the new mutants show up at some point to try and stop him or fight him. And he goes, brother, get lost, Rugrats. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very into this energy. Uh, very much. A lot. Because he's an angry toddler that talks like your dad. And and that's really funny. That's really fucking and it's, funny to me. So I, w- I will say the fact that he is a toddler and this whole time he's been kind of like tunnel visioned and single minded and everyone has been so afraid of him. These two issues, like it shows you why everyone was afraid of him. Right. Yeah. Because as soon as he gets a little bit angry and can't control his emotions, like half the universe disappears. And at, and after half the universe disappears, Molecule Man's like, shush, 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 shush. Yeah, he sweeps and puts it, it, up. it he back it. together. He fucking puts it back together. Yeah. Yeah. If Molecule Man wasn't here, everything would have been fucked. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of cool. It really becomes the Molecule Man story because he's one part like he's one part just concerned dad and another part like Michael Clayton, like the fixer, <laughs> like just like yeah. dealing with, just dealing with all of the uh, seedy back, like all the seedy stuff that we don't get to see about what it's like to have a Beyonder in the world, uh-huh. like constantly having to cover up his his rich boy shenanigans. Yeah. Yes. Oh, in Spider-Man, though. We forgot to mention that uh, Beyonder has a little powwow with Dave, who we haven't seen. Oh, Dave. That's right. I, Dave, I, Dave is death now, and they hang out and catch up like old buzz. <laughs> all about that. Dude, there was so much text in death, that Spider-Man mis- issue. There used to be Mistress Death, this interesting, cool character, and now we have Beyonder's friend Dave is dead. <laughs> It's lunacy. <laughs> Does that make yeah. Thanos buy? That make that means Thanos is buy, right? Yeah, I well, mean, we'll I'm see sure. if, if Thanos wants to fuck. Uh, canonically, Mistress Death is a skeleton, which I don't know. 
I feel like you can be straight or gay to bang a skeleton, right? That's now true. That's there are skeletons in all of us. Yes, <laughs> it's like we're all bones. We're not just straight bones, or gay. Baby. Skeleton. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a question. Like you're having a conversation with someone like that. You're like, if you not tell sure. somebody I fucked a skeleton, and their first question was boy skeleton or girl <laughs> skeleton, <laughs> they're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you have to understand because the little holes in the in the girl skeleton, I couldn't get my huge throbber through there. Fuck a pelvis bone. Everybody's got them. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so okay. So here's the deal. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna bullet point a little bit of this. The long and the short of it is the Beyonder goes back and forth about two or three times with whether or not he's gonna destroy everything or whether he finally throws all of it away and and says, I'm gonna finally learn what it's gonna really be like to be alive and I'm gonna make myself mortal, which is the thing that he's never done. And he does finally decide to dip a toe into being mortal. And as Rory alluded to, he makes a machine so he can fuck himself a son that him, that is himself. That is, that's also himself. <laughs> yes. I guess it's some sort of like, I, I forget how much lip service is played to the science. Not a lot, obviously. Nope. Um, but it's like, you know, kind of like there's no perpetual motion. Energy is lost. So the more times he fucks himself into himself to be his baby, then like a little bit of Beyonder is lost. And each time it's weaker. Yeah, and he kind of has to like Wait, store his excess energy which is like in a big our tube. humanity too. Each generation is just weaker and shittier than the last. <laughs> yeah, you, you drink that, <sighs> drinking that uh, that boomer Kool Aid over there, Rory. Dude, humans, kids humans these use, days. It's not Cucks, kids these Andy. days. We have we Cucks. have sixty percent less sperm, and we you know we're all <laughs> we're all riddled with anxiety. We don't need <laughs> sperm. Humanity's Rory. on the descent. Just the boomers in no uncertain terms are billion the, the worst, of us already. The worst generation to have ever existed in humanity. Like, yeah, don't don't give me that baloney. Yeah, it's it's the line. The line trends up. Genetically, they're a slightly less impure than we are. <laughs> we're a little more watered down. Like we're one generation. <laughs> uh, he does. So he puts himself into this tube. He squirts himself out as a baby. <laughs> And and then he rapidly becomes a, a hot young guy and he screams out, and now I am my own son. And Time to give Mama Machine what she likes. And he does it again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I hate this. Ew. And he becomes immortal again. And then he goes, no, I need to be, I need to do it again. And then he does it the machine again. <laughs> Uh, it reminds me of this is going to be a deep cut the the scene from Severance where the uh, the woman leaves like 20 times because the one on the outside, the, the yes. one with all the knowledge is like, we got to be inside. And you lose a little bit of that omnipotence. And she's like, oh, I fucking hate this place. I'm back. Yeah, I got to go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yeah. I, uh, I <laughs> this is this is another one of these incomprehensible scenes to me. When he becomes mortal again, and suddenly Mephisto shows up and is like, "Oh, you fucked up! Now I can fucking take and take your soul or whatever." And Mephisto's plan is to kiss maggots into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he, he performs the maggots kiss, and uh. 
it's a very bad panel. <laughs> that body horror panel is so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's I did good. not enjoy it. It's good. I yeah. so the, but then the Beyonder's like, no, your powers aren't real. You just uh, you're a master of illusion, you jerk. Right. Yeah. Which and I then, didn't know that. I thought Mephisto's magic was like real, real. Well, it is in hell, and and he has some. I don't know. It's all wibbly wobbly. Who knows? Also, who if you knows? feel, if it feels like maggots are like you're doing that, you're performing the warlock's kiss. Um, <laughs> you know, you did. You did that. You did it. <laughs> um. A whole bunch of other shit happens right at the very end. Uh, There's a big fight. I kind of hate it. There's way too many heroes. Yeah, it's like it's like where's Waldo? It's fucking. I Marvel, didn't understand at all why he made weird clone new X Men. No, nope. because he eliminates them in the in the New Mutants. That's what I, I kind guess, of thought. Yeah, yeah I but, guess they're killed. But, the, but he kills they're like them. brainless. He made like brainless ones that just wander he didn't, around. He didn't have enough didn't to. He, he didn't have to, enough I, goo to to put them all back together. Correctly. I know, but I just like, understand like, the only, point of all this. Because <laughs> no. they still had the they still had the New Mutants comic running. They had to bring them back somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and meanwhile, Mole- Molecule Man shows up, and we got to call him Molecula. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Molecule Man shows up. He uh, he declares that the Beyonder must die because uh, the Beyonder put himself back in the machine a third time because he's like, mm-hmm. "This is for sure going to work. I'm going to become mortal, but I'm going to have a lot of power still, and it's going to be perfect." Goldilocks, and Molecule Man destroys the machine while he's in it. And the machine is destroyed, and then so is the world, but Molecule Man puts it back together. Uh, because he saves the day, because Molecule Man is fucking OP. And in the mm-hmm. chaos afterwards... They said he's omnipotent, which I have not experienced on the page. Yeah, I agree he, with that. Uh, unless, I guess, it's omnipotent in the sort of more dictionary sense, like all-powerful. Mm-hmm. But usually it means all-knowing, right? My. That's what it's well, meant yeah. If to. they if they start getting really uh really persnickety about it, there's like there's omniscience, that's and right. omnipotence, and omnipresence. There's a whole bunch of fucking shit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really know where the boundary of Molecule Man's powers are, and he seems to have uh, sprained his power gland after this because <laughs> he he doesn't feel it. He doesn't seem like he which can is use... good. It's he didn't want it. He didn't. Um. And in the chaos of of everything, uh, Silver Surfer of all people wanders into the frame, <laughs> holding a baby of of Beyonder, and Silver Surfer says, "Dead, the baby is dead." Yeah, it gets kind of abortiony uh, for these yeah. pages. It's I very wasn't sure what they were doing with that. Where they're like, "We can't kill it; it's alive," and they're like, "Yeah, but it's fucking the Beyonder, and it's not a baby; it's the Beyonder." He put himself in Mommy Machine. Like, yeah, that's not. <laughs> and it's also, not the same thing. I I expected, given our experience with Adam Warlock, I expected I am now my own son to have much more Jesusy vibes as we moved forward, yes. and it didn't. Yeah, they were there was like none of that biblical subtext that there was in Warlock. Yeah, he just was a baby. Because he wanted to be, and he made himself his own son because he could, mm-hmm. and then he was dead. I mean, I don't know. It's very, it's very I don't know. The, the last page is like, there's a caveman, and maybe it's him. Right, like in, a, in another universe or something. And Well, that's uh, it's all his energy. He became that universe. Yeah, yeah I guess. So he birthed, yeah. he birthed a new universe. So we'll probably see the Beyonder again, I'm sure, down the line. But, uh... 
what a weird, what a weird thing. We don't see him at all in Secret Wars 1. He's just a shadowy off-screen presence with no personality. He's, yeah, and he's then, peeking through that hole. And then this fucking nine-issue thing with a fuckload of tie-ins, like, they made a whole meal out of him, and it was one of the weirdest meals we've eaten on the show. And, and in a great way, like, this is so much better than their attempts at comedy to just be, yeah. just embrace silly and weird and go with the flow. Um, Rocket Raccoon was dog shit. Howard the Duck was dog shit. They have not done a straight comedy once uh, in, a, in an entertaining way. And they managed to achieve that through just being silly and fun. Yeah. It's, I don't know why this is so hated. It's sort of blowing my mind. I agree. It's it's messy, but it's interesting. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, maybe well, a lot I of people don't again. read concurrent stuff like we're doing. You know, like we That's our thing. context is like. We're reading the rest of what 1986 well, if you, if has to go, offer. If you go back in time to read like your favorite stuff. Um, yes. Right. This has no this. It doesn't fit into that reason to read any old comic. So I get mm-hmm. that. You're know, like. um, And sure, if you're sort of embroiled in what's going on in the 80s and you love it, I can see why this would also kind of not match your vibe. Um, but the truth is, they also did Howard the Duck not that long ago. They did Rocket Raccoon not that long ago. Not that long ago. Okay, but how crazy is it that the Guardians 3 trailer came out and that fucking otter is in it? Are we... Well, like, I, I don't claim to have really, really good timing or to plan this stuff ahead of time, but the fact that we actually read that Rocket Raccoon shit with the, the otter that he has sex with in the river and then the otter shows up in the fucking movie that's coming up, I, look, I just don't know what if, to do about this. Here's my take is it's probably just going to be a kind of toned down milk toast romance between a raccoon and an otter. Yes. I want river sex while their <laughs> uncle walrus watches <laughs> and yeah. is invited to join. And he's like, no, I'm a watching kind of guy. Yeah, no, I just want to I'm going to lay here and rub my tusks. You guys do your thing. <laughs> Uncle, you want to share this slam piece with me? And he's like, no, thank you. This is what I do. I watch. (laughs) I watch. But who watches the (laughs) Shane, save us. Hello. You really? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hello and welcome. Welcome to this week's. A fuck Mary Kill. Where we have one of the gun, one of the bum, and one who is the one. I have I have this week a special mention. Um, one of those like almost awards. I almost gave you guys boy skeletons and girl skeletons. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did. But instead, we're going to talk about Puma. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, yep. We're going to talk about Puma. We are going to talk about the Beyonder, who is his own son. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sexy. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we will be talking about his mother, who is Mama. Oh, thank good. Thank goodness (laughs) Mama Machine is in the the mix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. Well, my initial thought right away is that the Beyonder, who is his own son, if I married him, 
it would be you sort of skip that hurdle of meeting the parents, right? Like you never have to really go through sure that. He's his own dad. Because he's, he's his, his own, own dad. dad. He's his own dad. So and you know the boy and the daddy. Yeah. And then if you're into that sort of thing, you know, twofer. But it's it's definitely like, oh, well, let's take some of that pressure off. I just have to impress mm-hmm. one guy. And he's, and he's also already, his dad. He's already contractually obligated to fulfill the terms of this contract. To be yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that that means that I'm going to marry the Beyonder who is his own son. I just, you know, that's just where my, this is, this is where my is, brain went. This is steep competition. I don't know how I feel totally, but I feel given given the caliber of the competition that I must kill the Beyonder that is his own son. Uh, mm. uh, despite despite his wetness, he <laughs> is uh, he's not the puma. No, and he's not the mama machine. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think I you gotta fuck the mama machine because you don't really want. I think it would be a it would not be a fulfilling marriage. Um, no, no, no. But I don't think. You, yeah, I don't think you should marry the Beyonder. Well, the world. Hang on. The, 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 uh, okay, say your piece. Well, if you, I I just feel like you if you marry the mama machine, it's like a it's like a birth water slide anytime you want, right? You, I don't think that I can yeah. make myself be my own son. I I think for I think for the normies it works. It's just a mo- normal mama machine. Um, Do you think so? You don't think that that just you don't a get normal put... mama machine like the ones we know, like I the ones how, we all have. I don't I just, have the power to imbue my child with my own sentience, and I'm assuming no. the mama machine does not. But it has like a reservoir of his of his dad goop that you put your hand <laughs> into. You do. So, um, <laughs> like you I can... definitely want to experience uh, sexual congress with the device the Beyonder built exclusively to bang himself into being a baby <laughs> with. That for sure is on the table. Okay. Um, Brand new sentence. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, the, the Beyonder who is his own son, I have never, from our nine issues of reading of all of his sexual exploits, mm. uh, he does not seem like a particularly gifted or generous lover. People no, don't... and he is dubious in, 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 uh, obtaining consent at best. <laughs> That's the, yeah. So I think. He does mind control a lot of people. Yeah, and then you're gonna, and and it's true, but it's it's not mind control. He changes your brain to want it, so technically it's okay. Yeah, now you're a different person, a different person who who, who yeah, it's who a different want brain. It. It's a different brain, a brain who wants it. Got um, it. I, yeah. So what he really did was murder. <laughs> <laughs> These uh, libs yeah. with their mental gymnastics. <laughs> I think I've got to kill Beyonder. Uh, yeah, because you. If anybody doesn't marry Puma, I'm going to I'm going to be confused about their choices. So we'll see how this goes. Cuz you've got to marry Puma. He's got it's already come up once before. He's got a stable job. Yep. Uh and his his interests involve being a be hot a cat, cat man, just being a hot cat man for a little bit. Being a hot cat uh, and doing crime. Like a little crime. Yeah, he's already he's independently wealthy. He doesn't need to steal diamonds. He just likes to goof around. He's a mischief maker. (laughs) He just likes to knock your coffee off off the counter. (laughs) (laughs) And and to be honest, think of the cred you can get in certain circles if you're married to an actual cat man. Like 
you hit the jackpot. You found the, the, the furry, the furry husband. You. <laughs> like, that's a, that's, that's, a, this, this is nothing, you know, I mean, there's a couple, right? Like there's, there's what's her butt. There's uh what the hell's her name? She was an Avenger. I think, girl. I think you have, I think you have, uh, isn't it Chitara? Didn't they rip off Ch- Thundercats? Yeah, I think you might be right. It's Chitara. Um, uh, I think I think he plays it both ways. I think if you don't want to bang him in kitty cat makeup, then like that's your choice. Because mm. he seems pretty content to also be Ooh, normal businessman yeah. nine to five. God, and that's kind of sexy. Like there's like he's got a little kitty secret, you know. He does have a little <laughs> kitty cat secret. <laughs> he's got a little kitty twinkle in that eye. Can I show you my husband's <laughs> kitty cat secret? <laughs> I marry the puma. Yes, I do. I do marry the puma. I think, God, I, I mean, I don't want to just copy you, Rory, but you may have solved the riddle on this one. I, I don't think I, so. Because I think I have to kill the Beyonder because I don't want to fuck him and I don't want to marry him. And if I'm gonna marry the puma, I gotta fuck the mommy machine. And yes. are I you think- sure you don't want to marry the mommy machine? Are you so, sure? So what's your life like with the mommy uh, machine? It sounds like Shane's Shane. going to marry the mommy machine. I just, I listen, <laughs> I feel like we all dream of having a water slide in our backyard. And what better than to, <laughs> than to slurp your way through the mama machine. No. As your own personal little backyard pool time toy. He's so fun at parties. She all makes me feel friends. young again. Yeah. She, like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about aging. That's a good point. That's a very good point. And if you ever get tired of it, you just stop. You just stop. Ooh, but could you stop? <laughs> you just oh. stop. If you were, stop. if you, if you, if you were, you know, in a long-term committed relationship with the mommy machine for a thousand years, could you just stop doing it? Oh, probably. You, Damn. I mean, would you? I don't mean could, you. Literally could. So of course. here's here's my question. Every time you go, every time you go through and you are reborn as yourself. But a little do bit you, worse. And do you, yeah. Do you get like extra genes added? Do you have like chromosomal mishaps that are happening oh, as you are so being birthed? It's I like th- you must. It's like his when hair you're... color changed, and he said he's his own son, not his own clone. Yeah. So I think the like, mommy machine is adding an X, an X to that, a double X to that uh, equation. It's like it. Have you ever? done this i mean they do this on monster factory but have you ever, you ever done, done, that? done this no have you ever like played one of the FromSoft games like dark souls or bloodborne and hit the and you're making your character and you hit the hit similar the face the similar face button and you just slowly watch the thing you made transform into something the computer thinks might be interesting yeah <laughs> yeah like your nose is like slowly like it's like just kind of moving somewhere. You're like, what's happening with that, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that might happen the more you use it. Like you're going to have a thousand years of youth, but you're going to look, you're going to be a little freaky by the time you're done. Yeah. It's reasonable. So Shane, you still doing it though? Yeah. I Yeah. I'm totally marrying the mom <laughs> machine. Good. You just listen to Good. a bunch of pros and zero guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, what do you do with the puma? I don't know. You haven't answered. You haven't finished your answer yet. I didn't yeah, I convince have. you. Oh, I no. didn't convince you. You didn't change your mind. Are you sure? <laughs> no, nope, not at all. I did not change my mind. Rory and all I right, are together right, on this. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I. Okay, so here's my here's my here's my thing. 
if the mama machine has given birth to me and the beyonder, <laughs> are, are we brothers? <laughs> mm, I think I think we've established in our we, lore you would are, be. Are Your we, machine the machine brothers. The mama machine we, has has genes. Are we stepbrothers? Are she, we mama machine stepbrothers? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what? I think with that I have I killed the puma. Oh I, no. I, I can't say the other thing because I'll go to jail. Yeah. But I, but I killed the puma. But I would do it. <laughs> but I would I would do it. <laughs> Y'all, this has been issue 71 of the infinite backlog. Thank you, everyone, for being here. We're all our own sons, and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. 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 It was so horny today. Uh, did you ever watch BoJack, Shane? Nope, not yet. It's very good. It's good. It's very sad. Don't watch it if you're in a bad mood. <sighs> it's on my It's on my list. It's extremely funny and very worth it. But if you're already depressed, it will not help. Yeah. Mostly you can just not do finales in a bad mood. And you're probably fine. Yes. Yes. That's, that's correct. Ugh, but it's so good. And he's a horse and he fucks a lot of people and that's fun. <laughs> that big that, horse. That schlong. is always fun. That is really fun. It's fun when main mainstream media allows horses to fuck people in a in a safe, <laughs> yeah, friendly way. Yeah, <laughs> the, the mainstream media allowed a horse to fuck a woman, a lot of women. There's and... so much horse to fuck with this woman. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of horse to fuck. I'm gonna be here all day. There's so much horse to fuck. <laughs> we <laughs> we said a lot of bad things here today. I have today to go to the already. bank today. <laughs> <laughs>